Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. Fresh optimism from the CDC now predicting. The U.S. could soon see a dramatic drop in the number of COVID-19 cases, hospitalizations, and deaths. But it warns of a wild card, vaccinations and variants as we reopen. And that's finally happening on the Great White Way. Broadway's revival begins September 14th. Tickets go on sale today. I'm Marla Diamond in Times Square. COVID vaccine house calls. For homebound New Jerseyans. I'm Sean Adams in Patterson. The Mets bench Francisco Lindor as they split a doubleheader. Five straight wins for the Yankees and fight night at the Garden. This is Brad Heller. Joe Connolly will have some definitions of Wall Street terms you'll be hearing more often as we go forward. And thank a nurse on this National Nurses Day, Thursday, May the 6th. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. A deeper dive into the stories you need to start your day with fewer commercials. I'm Wayne Cabot. Thanks for joining us. We always start with a moment of weather wisdom. And Craig Allen says it's going to be beautiful today and looking better for Mother's Day. But we're also going to start right now with some problems for the commute this morning. Starting in the chopper with Tom Kaminsky. Tom? Uh, let's start first off with the Long Island Railroad. That is still suspended on the uh, Ronkonkoma and Fort Jefferson branches east of Mineola. We had a six-alarm fire overnight in a recycling facility in Westbury. It's adjacent to the tracks. Uh, there's extremely limited service between Mineola and New Hyde Park, uh, New Hyde Park uh, but the LIRR is suggesting you use the Babylon Hempstead or Montauk branches instead. Now, we're just getting a look here along the west side. We had a police-involved shooting right in front of the Intrepid, so we still have everything shut here both ways on 12th Avenue uh, from about 48th Street down through at least 46th. And, uh, again, we'll uh, get a little bit. We're just getting up on the scene of that, uh, so we'll get those parameters uh, for you. But, again, uh, the southbound side of 12th Avenue is shut down, and it is starting to build in for this area. And um, full update coming uh, up uh, with the rest of the traffic picture at 6.08. And, Tom, thanks. Here's what we know about that police shooting on the West Side Highway early this morning. Uh, Camry was stolen, West 31st and Broadway. Cops tried to pull it over on the highway. The driver didn't stop. Police gave chase. And then when the police stopped... The driver, shots were fired. CBS's John Diaz, CBS 2, on the scene this morning. 
When the officer got out of the car to confront the 44-year-old suspect, well, we are told the man then hit the gas and drove the car in reverse right into the cop's vehicle. The officer then fired two shots, according to the NYPD, at the suspect, but did not hit him. That man was then taken into custody without any other problems, and charges are still pending. Wild morning in New York City. Well, life returns to the theater district for showtimes in September, and tickets go on sale today. Marla Diamond is here about that, when the curtains will rise, and what Broadway might look like in September, Marla. Well, it will be a full house once again. The shows will go on September 14th, according to Governor Cuomo, with the expectation that theaters will be able to fill all of the seats by then. They'll need to to make up the money that they lost over the past year. And if you're planning on buying tickets today, be aware that some theaters may want you to be vaccinated before entering the theater. A theater can say... Uh, this is who I allow into my theater. I can't legally mandate that people take the vaccine. After a year of waiting in the wings, Broadway producers, directors, and actors say they are all eager to get back. They typically have a year and a half to get a show ready. Now they will have just five months to sell tickets, build sets, and rehearse before the curtains rise in mid-September. So tickets are going on sale, Marla, but do we even know which shows we can buy tickets for, which will be running and when? Yes, there are uh, definitely shows that have announced that they will begin running mid-September. Uh, among them, Six, Mrs. Doubtfire, Ain't Too Proud, and of course, uh, Wick, Wicked and Hamilton are planning to open. The Phantom of the Opera is one show that won't be opening right away. Uh, they tweeted out yesterday that tickets will go on sale Friday for an October 22nd first performance. All right, tickets on Broadway. Let's see, see, let's see if they'll bring the prices down at all. Thank you, Marla. Stock futures indicate again. A, a higher opening this morning. Joe Connolly is here with definitions of some Wall Street terms, Joe, that we're going to be hearing more often. Yeah, higher, but maybe different. A lot of fund managers keep saying they think that most of the growth for a while now is going to be in cyclical stocks. What are those? Cyclical stocks are in companies that do well when people are spending more discretionary money for products and services, which they may do for a while now, assuming the economy booms as it reopens. Cyclical stocks are opposed to, say, the Nasdaq longer-term growth stocks that have risen 60% and more in the last year. Most cyclical stocks involve companies that sell consumer discretionary items that people buy more of during a booming economy but spend less on during a recession. Examples of cyclical stocks include car companies, airlines, furniture stores, clothing stores, hotels, restaurants, and companies in construction and entertainment. The growth stocks are shares in companies that are anticipated to grow at a rate significantly above the average growth rate of other stocks because these companies usually reinvest any earnings right back into the business to accelerate long-term growth. Apple, Amazon, Facebook, Netflix, etc. Then there are value stocks. Wait a minute. Aren't all stocks supposed to be bought at a good value? This means stocks that are fines in the market already, that the market is overlooked in favor of the growth stocks. One clue to value stocks is companies trading for less than other companies in the same industry. In most industries, Wayne, just like ours, the lingo's often not as complicated as it sounds. Fancy-sounding terms can be shorthand to save time, 
but sound confusing. <laughs> you got that right, Joe, in every profession. Hey, here's a profession we all want to honor today because it's, it's hard to find a profession whose members are regarded as highly as these, nurses. And after the year we've had, nurses earned a record 89% score of high or very high for their honesty and their ethics in a Gallup poll of 2020. That was four points higher than 2019. So on this National Nurses Day, thank a nurse. Duncan and Chipotle will be thanking nurses. Many businesses will by giving, giving a little extra love out today with freebies and discounts. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. Let's go to the Weather Center now with the Extrogen forecast here on the Morning News Roundup. And it's nice to see a bright sky this morning. Craig Allen. Isn't it nice and clear for most areas? A little patchy cloudiness may show up from time to time. High today near 65. Only other thing is that uh, there will be a gusty breeze gusting over 20, 25 miles per hour at times as well. Partly cloudy tonight, 45 to 50. Tomorrow, some sun giving way to increasing clouds, 60 to 65. Just a slight chance of a shower or two Friday night. A better chance, unfortunately, for a few showers on Saturday to start off the weekend. But Mother's Day has a little optimism now to it, with it being dry. Clouds will increase, but it could be dry most of the day, the rain holding off until later in the day or at night. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. There are three United States that have allowed convicted killers to die by being shot to death. Now make that four firing squads in South Carolina. The South Carolina House has voted to add it to the execution method since it's often too hard to get lethal injection drugs. The bill will require condemned inmates to choose being shot or electrocuted if lethal injection drugs are not available. Republican Governor Henry McMaster has said he will sign it. At CBS, Jennifer Kuyper, the other three states, if you're wondering, that allow a firing squad are Mississippi, Oklahoma, and Utah, and Utah has killed three that way since the death penalty came back federally. Comic Strip will live up to its name this week. Here's CBS's Monica Ricks. More than 25 cartoonists behind strips from Blondie to Dennis the Menace will have their characters ditch pants this week to celebrate No Pants Day. The goal is to urge readers to donate clothing to people in need. No Pants Day is held every year on the first Friday in May. It's believed to have been started by a group of students at the University of Texas back in the 80s who thought dropping trow would be a fun way to end the semester. People celebrate later in the year on subways, too, in cities like Chicago. Chicago, Boston, and New York. Monica Ricks, CBS News, New York. Now let's hear about our boys wearing uniforms. We're talking about the sports guys. The Mets have benched the struggling Francisco Lindor. His replacement helped them earn a doubleheader split. Let's hear about the sports update this morning. Good morning, Brad Heller. Good morning, Wayne. Yeah, Lindor, an 0 for 24 slump. His batting average down to 157. He also made a costly error in the Mets' game one loss to the Cardinals, 4 to 1 in St. Louis. So it was Jonathan Villar who started game two, and Villar had a home run. He had two RBIs. The Mets' self-proclaimed bench mob really stepped up in a 7-2 win in Game 2 to get the split. Tomas Nito had a home run. Kevin Pillar, two RBIs, the win snapping the Cardinals' six-game winning streak. Now Lindor will be back in the lineup this afternoon. The Mets look for the four-game split in St. Louis. We'll have the pregame at 12.30 here on WCBS. The Yankees are also going to play this afternoon. They're going to go for a sweep of the Astros in the Bronx after last night's 6-3 win. They're fifth in a row. Giancarlo Stanton homered again. Again, three more hits. Wayne, he's on an 11-game hitting streak, the longest active streak in the majors. His batting average has gone from 158 to 314. Whoa. 
And uh, boy, the Rangers certainly didn't waste their time getting their revenge against the Capitals, huh? Yeah, a little vigilante justice at the Garden after the NHL did not suspend Tom Wilson for his cheap shots on Monday. The Rangers dropped the gloves right as the puck dropped. There were six fights in the first four-plus minutes, and it was defenseman Brandon Smith who went after Wilson as soon as he started his first shift. I had no beef with anybody else on their team. I thought that it should have been handled before this game, and it wasn't. So, unfortunately, it had to be kind of on my shoulders. Yeah, Brendan Smith, the defenseman, the Rangers lost the game 4-2. to two. There was also a front office shakeup before the game. Jim Dolan fired President John Davidson and GM Jeff Gordon. Chris Drury takes over in both roles, and the Knicks lost as well. They fell the Nuggets in Denver 113-97. Thank you, Mr. Brad Heller, with the sports update this morning. Sponsored by Dell, whose tech advisors focus on you with tailored solutions powered by Intel V Pro Platform to keep your small business ready. Call 877-ASK-DELL. It is the WCBS Morning News Roundup on a sunny Thursday, the 6th of May. I'm Wayne Cabot. Three things to know. Last night, the Rent Guidelines Board recommended a rise in rents. Despite the fact that rents have been selling for going for so much less recently, the Guidelines Board is recommending, and this is not in ink yet, a rise in rents. 1% to 3% more for two-year leases and between 0 and 2% more for one-year leases. A second thing, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is expected today to sign into law limits on voting drop boxes, restrictions on third-party voter registration, and requirements that voters sign up for vote-by-mail in more frequent intervals. Third thing, President Biden is joining India, South Africa, and other countries urging the World Trade Organization to lift the patent protections for coronavirus vaccines. And with vaccinations lagging lately, the reluctant are being offered freebies and coupons, beer, donuts, even weed. But that won't help the many people who can't leave the house. Sean Adams is in New Jersey this morning with a plan to reach the homebound. Sean. Yeah, we're in Patterson here at St. Joseph's Medical Center. And, you know, this hospital realized uh, some time ago it had to bring the COVID vaccine to the people, especially folks with chronic medical conditions that prevent them from getting around. AARP has criticized New Jersey for not doing enough to vaccinate homebound residents. So Governor Murphy has created a centralized registration point on the state's COVID webpage. You fill in your information and the state will get it to a local vaccine provider. To supplement these efforts, the Department of Health is allocating doses directly to home health agencies like the visiting nurses associate the visiting nurse associations to vaccinate the homebound. So you can go to COVID19.nj.gov or simply call 211. New Jersey is now making COVID-19 house calls. AARP says this is good news. Wait, Sean, this comes after a housebound woman died in Bergen County. What happened there? Well, a sad occurrence in Bergen County. According to the record, Judy Roskowski's daughter tried for months to get someone to bring the COVID vaccine to her mother's house. Her efforts were in vain. Judy Roskowski died from COVID at home just a couple of weeks ago. She was 93. Sean, there is some cautious optimism from the CDC about this coming July. They're predicting a decline, a big decline in COVID-19 deaths and cases. But as always, there is an asterisk here. Here's CBS's Laura Podesta. 
CDC Director Rochelle Walensky did offer a warning if unvaccinated people don't wear masks or socially distance. Variants are a wild card that could reverse this progress we have made. The Biden administration hopes 70% of the country will be at least partially vaccinated by July 4th. Health experts say the margins could be razor thin. Five or 6% could be the difference between, you know, really having protection as a society versus still having a lot of active cases out there. And the New York City variant of COVID-19 does not appear to cause more severe disease than other versions of the coronavirus. It does not appear to increase reinfection risk. That also from the CDC. It's the Morning News Roundup. Wherever you get your podcast, type in WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup and subscribe. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup, live on 880 and on demand at WCBS880.com slash roundup or wherever you get your podcasts. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.